This episode is brought to you by Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, home plate sports cards of Oskaloosa, Wayland State Bank, Henshaw Trailer Sales, McDonald's Boneyard, R&B Breaks Facebook page, B&B Propane, and Elsie'sKitchen.net. We are talking Van Buren Warriors baseball with Coach Chad Scott. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, great to be here. Well, great we have here. been uh, following your team. We got to, uh, down there to see a little uh, 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 regular season game, and then uh, we're down there for the brackets on the uh, uh, the playoffs, and then uh, uh, the big win against Meepo was on the radio, and then last night you took down the number two team uh, uh, in the state, Mid Prairie, who uh, uh, played really great in that game. Uh, uh, two great teams coming together. Your team's a little bit uh, uh, underappreciated, I guess would be the word for it, but uh, uh, looks like the appreciation is really starting to flow. How about that, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you you kind of look at the rankings and, uh, you know, and we're kind of wondering where we're at, where we're going to be. And, you know, the one thing that you can do is, is you, is you can go out and play the game and, and prove yourself. And, uh, you know, I think that's uh, exactly what we did last night. You're absolutely right. Mid Prairie's a great baseball team, well coached. Um, you know, ended our season last year uh, in a district final. Um, you know, we come back and play again in a tumble last night with, with basically the same kids on both teams. And uh, just good for our kids to come out with a win. Well, uh, you played on you, – you guys have one of the best fields uh, – the most fun. I mean, it's like the Field of Dreams down there. I call it the Field of Dreams South, but it's a good field. Uh, it's a good level field. It's well maintained. You got a nice infield that a lot of teams just don't have. You know, a, a, a lot of teams have a great place to watch. Like, like Kyoto is a great place to watch a game. They have a nice field, but their infield's terrible. You know, uh, and you get a lot of bad hops, and that hurts the home team quite a bit. Uh, when a guy's, you know, a ground ball coming down the third baseman all of a sudden shoots over top of his head would have right. been an out now it's a, a single or a double you know it's just it's uh but the but you were able uh mid prairie i don't know if you ever played there before but they put in a half a million dollars recreating that they have a, a unbelievable park but that park there in a kind of reminds me of like a minor league park did, did it to you yeah boy it sure does and you're right you're right about mid prairie's uh, field we've had a chance to play up there uh more than once and it's very nice and well, they didn't play there this year uh uh that was, last year they had a great ballpark. This year they have a uh, they they took it up a notch. Uh, well, I need to get up there and see it. Well, we'll, yeah. well, maybe next year you'll you'll get a chance to play there or something or um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, for some reason, the guys that that create the schedules has never seen a globe. Uh, <laughs> because uh, I, I'm I'm going to start a GoFundMe to maybe uh, uh, buy some globes and send it up there to the people that uh, yeah. make out the yeah. schedules because. I know there's not a lot of two A teams around, you know, but uh, uh, they just make Mid Prairie go everywhere north, and you guys, yeah. uh, you guys got to gas up the bus quite a bit to get through your for schedule sure. too, don't you? Yeah, for sure, for sure. But speaking of a Thomas Field, like you said too, I mean, you know, I kind of grew up playing there. I, I went to, I graduated from Cardinal. Um, played Legion ball, senior Babe Ruth up in Ottumwa. So had some memories on that field, but to step in there last night, it's been a while since I've been up there. It really looks sharp and um, good, good place to host an event for sure. Well, uh, you've got some really good players, Jackson Manning, uh, uh, Taylor Sprouse, uh, 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 Lucas Boba Fett there uh, are good <laughs> players. 
but everybody has some good players. You know, uh, uh, right. Mid Prairie has some good players. Kane uh, Brown is a good player. Uh, uh-huh. Carson Grout's a good player. Uh, Colin Miller's a good player. Everybody has that top three really good players. But uh, what wins games, in particular playoff games, is guys lower down in the order, like uh, Isaac Loeffler that uh, uh, did it for you there. Uh, um, who, who are some of the players that maybe uh, 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 we don't know about that really contribute to your win? Well, yeah, I'll talk, I'll talk about one right now, and that was that's, that's Dominic Myrodi. I don't know if you noticed last night or not, but we didn't have our, first, our starting first baseman. So we're playing last night's game. Sam Worth, uh, who typically has started or has started most of our games all year, uh, made nationals in trap shooting. So uh, after the game, after the game on uh, on Saturday, you know, uh, he said, "Hey, coach, I got to jump in a car. I got to drive to Ohio and I got to shoot. I think I shoot at eight thirty in the morning, and I'm going to try to make it back." Well, they changed his shooting time, so he wasn't able to make it back, but. You know, in steps Dom, Dominic Myrodi, who is a hardworking kid, and and just just proud of him. And he didn't he didn't miss a beat last night. But you look at the lower half, Dylan uh, Wyatt Mertens, Anthony Duncan getting hit by a pitch, getting on base. Uh, Wyatt Wyatt getting a, a bunt down. Tyler Stoltz. I mean, that's that's what makes it. That's what makes it goes is the whole team and pretty much all sixteen of the guys that we dress. Yeah, I call him worth every penny. Uh, he's, he's a good one. Uh, but that Marobi, uh, he leads the league in hard names to pronounce. I think he does. He does. Uh, it, it's not pronounced exactly like you think it was the way you, you look at it, but, uh, right, I right. struggle, I struggle pretty, pretty bad with, <laughs> with saying names, but I try to make it up for it with a little personality and pizzazz. Right, with it, right. But, uh, uh right. well, uh, let's talk about the pitchers that you use. Both teams was, uh, I think you used three and they used three. Am I did you just use two? No, we used three. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, we started out with Tyler Sprouse. Uh, he was really hitting the corners. Uh, he's he, There's something about him. When he starts to get in trouble, it, you, it, there's like a calmness that comes over him. Mm-hmm. He, he seems to be able to uh, uh, just kind of limit the damage, you know, and uh, yep. uh, he does a, a pretty good job of working his way out of trouble. And uh, uh, those – he, he, I've never seen a pitcher so precisely on the corners like he is. Yeah. Uh, and he has a pretty good curveball, although sometimes it, it gets a little bit away from him. But when it's yep. working, it breaks in there pretty good. Yeah, no, it does. I mean, Taylor's one of these kids that, uh, you know, I, I call it he has a slow heartbeat. So, you know, he, he don't get too high. He don't get too low. He'll slow it down a little bit with runners on base, which we ask him to do. But um, just overall, I mean, you know, Taylor's been – pitching big games for us since he was a freshman um you know and when this whole group was freshman i mean we were taking our lumps pretty good but you know it's a process and and just seeing him you know throughout his years and and to be able to go up there and and perform like that just uh he works quick all of our guys work quick we ask him to do that you know that's uh let's get it and go and that keeps our defense on their toes but Really proud of Taylor and, and the job he did last night. Maybe left him in a little too long. I mean, I, we can kind of see him falling off a little bit. But you get in that situation, you want to stick with your senior and try to get out of it. So is is what it is. Well, uh, last night we got to see two of the best dang shortstops uh, uh, any high school teams in, in this country uh, were able to, to put on the field. Jason Grout for Mid Prairie and Jackson Manning uh, – 
Jackson Manning, I believe, made the best play I've seen all year long against Meepo when uh, I've heard of throwing the ball from your knees, but he literally threw the ball from his hip. Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, he, You know, he used his knees, but he used a little leverage from his hip to, I mean, for one, just getting to that ball was unbelievable. But then to be able to throw from, you know, almost laying down on the ground and, and just little leverage from your knees, a little leverage from your hip, and to get as much mustard on the ball to get the guy out. Uh, do, do you just see him make plays like that every night and it's just ho-hum? Or, 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 uh... Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, what, what you see is what you get with Jackson. I mean, what, what people don't see is the hard work that he puts in. and uh, it, It's just not one or two days a week. It's every day, whether it's in the weight room or getting ground balls or hitting. I mean, he um, – you know, at the end of the day, Jackson wants to be great, and that's what it takes for a kid to be great. And he puts in the work, and you know, nothing he does really surprises me anymore. Uh, just you know, like I said, he's a hard worker, and 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 you see you see what that does uh, for our team and for Jackson himself. Well, I got a list of players that I will you know share with the the coaches, uh, the college coaches. They're talking about drafting people, and and I'm going to tell you, it's not that big of a list, you know. Uh, as I see, you know, there there are a few good gems here and there uh, uh, that I see, but it's it's you know it's not there's not like forty kids that I think uh, right. uh, can play on, but there's only two kids on that list that I think could play beyond college, and that's those two shortstops right there, Jason Grout or uh, uh, Grout and uh, Carson Grout and and Jackson Manning. Uh, I don't know yeah. uh, how far Manning's going to go or how many schools are looking into him, uh, yeah. but whoever gets well, him is going to get a good one. Yeah, so he he's committed to play at DMAC, so he's going to go play junior college baseball next year. And and his dad, his dad was uh, was an All American at Austin P, and uh, got drafted by the Cubs. I think he made it as high as Double A before he got traded to the Twins. But um, he's one of my assistant coaches, Nate Manning, um, and then Jackson's mom, which is my niece, Abby Abby Rowe, Abby Manning. Uh, holds the the state record for the most points scored in a game. Maybe she got tied by Kayla Clark. I'm not sure, but uh, in basketball, That's so good company. pretty pretty good bloodlines right there for Jackson. And uh, um, you know, it's uh, like I said, he wants to be great, and uh, he's got a he's he's going to get a chance, and there's a big future in front of him. Well, uh, great players have great instincts. You know what I mean? For sure. and that, that's not something you can really coach, is it? No, it isn't. I mean, it's 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 baseball IQ, it's instincts. I mean, you know, you see Jackson, and we got other guys too. That if they see a ground, you know, a ball in the dirt, you know, that that first steps immediately, and they're on to the next base. Um, and, and you're right, that makes a big difference. Uh, having that ability to to read and react, and uh, Jackson's certainly one of those guys. I don't know if I saw an error last night from either team. Did, was there any errors? Um, maybe one on their side on a, on a fumble ground ball, maybe. Um, but, uh, I know. Yeah, we that ball is pretty hard hit. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he did, sure yeah, there was a, a play that I think it was a third baseman kind of, um, didn't handle it perfectly. Right. But he did, uh, uh, uh recover pretty quickly and fired over. But who was, was that, uh, a Boba Fett there running down the line? Like a well, probably was prob probably, probably was. He's yeah. fast. He is fast. Do you have uh, a state Manning's, track champion Manning's on fast. your team? What's that? Do you have a state track champion on your team? We do. Anthony Anthony Duncan, who's our center fielder, bats fourth for us. He uh, he won the state track meet in the uh, the four hundred hurdles this year in two A. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, going around that track once, jumping over hurdles and, and doing it in record time, that's that's pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he uh, and all your outfielders, uh, I thought the outfield play might have been even better than your infield play. Uh, it was just stellar. Uh, yeah. And I was uh, talking to uh, Jacob Linsendorf of KTVO on the last out. And he first he said, well, when he hit that, he'd come off the bat, I thought maybe that was out. Uh, and I couldn't see it from where I was at, but he got a good view of it, uh, uh, a video, and I got to see it. And your right fielder uh, made an outstanding play on that ball. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, two or two or three plays late in the game. I mean, T.J. Urock uh, just, just absolutely is uh, – is a vacuum out there. I mean, he, he, he's getting better reads on the ball. He's quick, he's reacting quick, and then he's making the play when he gets there. But you're right. I mean, that was, uh, he, he had like three outs, I think in the last two innings there that were just huge for us. Yeah. And the left fielder, uh, he made some big plays too as a center fielder. And there was some good communication, I think not only between the outfielders, but some uh, plays between the infielders and the outfielders, you know, that's a dangerous territory. When a ball, you know, pop-ups coming in between a shortstop and a center fielder or a second baseman and a right fielder, you know, uh, uh, but there was, there was a good communication. And I think that was uh, something that paid off for you too. For sure. For sure. Well, uh, uh, who do we got in the first round and, and, uh, when and where is all this going to take place? Yeah. So i got a little bit of information like late, late last night. Uh, looks like we're going to be playing, uh, next Tuesday at one thirty. Uh, of course, up at Merchants Park, and we're going to play West Lion. Don't know a whole lot about them. Um, you know, I haven't had a chance to really look into that, but um, that's that's uh, that's when and where the next game's going to go down. Well, I uh, I got a guy. I got a guy out there. Uh, oh. Ryan Timmerman. He used to be of the Muscatine Journal, but now he's uh, the sports editor for the uh, uh, for the Sioux City Journal now. Gotcha. And that's one of his schools, and he has a lot of good ones. I mean, damn, yeah. uh, uh, that uh, Remsen St. Mary's is out there. Uh, sure, but sure. I, I do know a little bit about uh, West Lion because I do know that every sport they're in the state tournament. It seems like, yeah. yeah. So they'll they'll have some good outfits. I'll give him a buzz and try and see if I can yeah, for get sure. a little little sure. inside information for you out there. Uh, uh, oh, we'd appreciate it. All right, well, Coach. You got the playoffs going on. Let's talk a little bit uh, about the pitching setup that you're going to, you know, you, uh, I didn't, hadn't got to see Jackson Manning pitch before. Uh, he, I, I think that was a, a difference in the game. Uh, uh, they brought in Alex Bean, who's usually very reliable, outstanding pitcher. Uh, um, and I, he, he just had a complete game, I think, uh, against Durant before that. But he wasn't uh, sharp, and he wasn't in the strike zone, and he hit a guy, and he walked a guy, and he hit a guy. Uh, uh, that kind of got things going there. But Jackson Manning did not do that. He came in there. He did hit uh, uh, Grout with the try to pitch him tight inside. Uh, yeah. But uh, I thought he stayed in the strike zone. I thought he looked pretty sharp. And, and it just takes a special guy. That's just It's so different pitching in that ninth inning or, or seventh inning, you know, when you're coming in to try and close out a game. It's so different than pitching in the fifth inning or the sixth inning even, you know. I mean, it's just a lot of pressure. Right. You know, absolutely. And I, I would say the same for Lucas Fett. You know, he, he was kind of our bridge guy last night. I mean, our plan was, you know, if we were lucky enough to be ahead going into the last inning, we were going to give that to Jackson. And the one, you know, the well, first thing, both those guys, 
uh, they don't shy away from the baseball. I mean, if, if they got an opportunity to go out and have the game in their hands, they want it. And that's really what it takes. You know, you gotta, you gotta want to be able to go out there and stand on the bump, like compete, uh, in those situations. And, you know, I, you know, we, 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 <laughs> we, we got everything we could out of Taylor Sprouse last night and, and maybe left him in a little too long, but Lucas Fett come in there and bridge the gap. We took the lead and got to the seventh and nobody wanted that ball more than Jackson Manning. And, and, um, it's just great to see. Yeah. Uh, I thought, uh, 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 um, Sprouse had a lot of, a lot of velocity, you know, what he does well though, is he spots that fastball and that curveball pretty well. You know, he, he doesn't just throw curveball after curveball after curveball, you know, and I don't think it's effective when you're con- con- constantly throwing it, you know, and he does right. seem to have a changeup that he mixes in there a little bit too. He does. Yeah. He, he's got a good changeup. Um, and, and he's got, to your point, he's got good fastball command. So, you know, one thing that you're going to get with Taylor, he's going to be, I mean, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll slip a curveball a little high every once in a while, but you know, for the most part, he's going to be nibbling. He's going to be around the plate and he's, he's going to, he's going to force the hitter to hit his pitch. And, well, what um, he does better than, than, than 90% of the pitches I see is his location is outstanding. Yep. You know, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, he doesn't, you don't see him, you don't see the ball slipping over the middle of the plate right. you know, with him. It's always just on the inside corner or just on the outside corner, or maybe an inch or two, off of the corners, you know what I mean? Yep. But he doesn't, you know, and he stays low in the strike zone quite a bit too. Uh, he does. Which yep. is pretty, pretty good. Uh, well, what kind of, what, what, I know if you win this game, I think it's every other day, right? Yeah, it'd be, um, it'd be Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Um, I believe, I think it's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, but I know it's Tuesday, Thursday for sure. Well, you, you uh, uh, let's talk about your staff and how, uh, 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 how how are you going to manage, you know, uh, the games and make sure that you've got some pitching for the next game and the next game? Yeah, I mean, you got to kind of, you know, I mean, you know, it's no secret. We're probably we're going to give Taylor a little bit of a rest here, and we'll go back with him on Tuesday and kind of let the game dictate what we do, right? I mean, you got to be able to win that first one to get to the next one, and um, you know, if, if it means, you know, to, to be able to come back Thursday, he's going to have to throw under 65 pitches. Um, uh, he'd have to be able to do that. And, and but, uh, you know, if we're in a close ball game um, and we feel like Taylor might need to surpass that, that's what we'll do to win that ball game. Um, but we kind of got a four headed monster, I guess you could say, with with uh, with Sprouse and, and Fetty and. Dylan Richardson, too, had a great year this year. And then Jackson on the back end that, um, you know, we could play around with that a little bit so we could just make sure that everybody's available on Thursday if we're so lucky to get there. And um, But we just kind of want the game to kind of dictate. You know, we go in and score a few runs. That makes it a little bit easier. But, you know, just kind of watch it go pitch by pitch and just see where we're at. Well, uh, I'm an old guy. I'm an old baseball fan. I've been around a while. Uh and I remember something that Leo DeRocher said, and I'm going to pass this advice on to you. Uh, he says, I never save a pitcher for tomorrow because tomorrow right. it might rain. That's right. So uh, That's right. do whatever you got to do to win this. Was well, there anything else we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to? No, I just, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, we, we've really got a chance to meet you, you know, both as a, as a team and a community and, and me myself over the last couple of weeks. And, just appreciate your support. Appreciate you, you coming down to Kia Sakwa and following us up to a Tumwa. And 
I know you got a lot of listeners out there that listen to your podcast, and I just wanted to tell you thanks, and we greatly appreciate it. Well, I'll tell you one thing about Round Guy Radio. There ain't no participation trophies on Round Guy Radio. <laughs> you, That's you, right. You get a, a game, uh, uh, you get my attention by uh, achievements, by winning, by performance, uh, and that's how I do it. You know what I mean? So you yep. guys earned your yep. way into it and uh, uh, really had a great time uh, uh, with your team and following it. And uh, uh, hopefully we'll be up there. And uh, I've got four teams left. Yep. Uh, Notre Dame, West yep. Burlington, Pellet Christian, uh, and Linville yep. Sully, and the mighty, mighty Van Buren County Warriors. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, again, we appreciate everything you do. I know you got a lot of listeners and and enjoy hearing your, your broadcast and, and just wanted to say thank you. The trick is to stay positive all the time. You know, I, uh, I've got a 1,000, this will be 1,800 or 1,083 episodes and they're all positive. I don't, everybody else got the negative covered. You know what I mean? Yeah. There wasn't yeah. any need for another negative show. So right. we, we, we tried to go on the positive and it's working well. And, and we're, yeah. we're gaining a lot of listeners, uh, just continually, uh, shining that spotlight on Iowa. And we have people in all 50 states listening and, and several countries overseas. Uh, Great. But I think that's mostly like military guys, maybe a guy from Sigourney's in the Army and he's stationed sure. over in Singapore sure. or something. And that's how people uh, – uh, there's a guy that lives in a, a town in Oregon, and I, I just could not believe how many listens we had in this one town. I think it's called Barnyard, Oregon. Uh, but it turns out there's a, a, a guy from Sigourney out there that uh, yeah that, that moved out there and, and – he keeps up on all the local stuff through Round That's Guy great. Radio. We're happy to be that bridge for people. We're great. so happy that we that, that we connected, and thanks for thanks for being on the show. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Thank you.